Yeah. Okay. So I like, I had to share really bad. I'd like on my way to work mm. and like, I'm drinking coffee and I'm smoking cigarettes, which is like the worst thing. To drink. The, yeah. The, the already worst the worst. combination. The worst combination. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I run in the building and I get into the bathroom and I'm pulling on my pants and I just like shit all over the floor at work. And then like, I got it on my no. shoe. I got it on my shoe. <laughs> oh no. So I, I take off my shoe and I'm like trying to like wash my shoes off and stuff. And I stepped in the shit in my sock and I had to throw my socks away in the trash. <laughs> Just Bro. all bad. All bad. This is the first thing in the morning when I got there. Just shit on the floor and step in it. Man. Well, today's going to be a beautiful day. Did you have a stand up <laughs> meeting that day? And they were like, so Kyle. How's everything going on with the TPS report? Well, it's, no. I'm, it's a, I'm in a pretty shitty situation. Well, I really stepped in it this time. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, 30, 33 years old shitting on the floor at work. And let's start the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hurts bing bong yeah bing bong the body hurt we'll talk about why later uh also you already know we got lady t my sister in this thing what's good sis uh my feet hurt yeah man what's what's up y'all hey hey guys this is our pack special this is our packs wrap-up special so uh today's episode is going to be about packs and then right off the bat we just want to tell you that like we took some bumps and bruises we we took some lumps <laughs> We took some lumps. We, we, took, we took some scrapes, man. Going to, yeah, man, going to PAX. So we'll get into that for sure uh, later in this episode. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to, uh, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody for the engagement while we were at PAX. We had a lot of people coming up to us. They were asking about our shirts. Uh, we'll talk about Gatorgate. That's part of our, um, kind of our <laughs> outline today, uh, you know, with some of our marketing materials. Uh, but all in all, man, I, I would say our our experience at PAX was really good. It was our first time ever doing a con, you know, of any sort. Uh, me personally, in my life, I've actually never been to anything before. Uh, so yeah, PAX me, me neither. Yep, yep. You know, Lady T. I don't know about you, Kyle. Have have you ever been anywhere? I've been to like the Comic Cons here in St. Louis, but I've never been okay. to a, a gaming convention. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah, it was so technically kind of sort of it was our first time going to uh, the, a similar con here. Uh, I, yeah, I've always wanted to go to the um, the like comic cons here, and I always miss it. And I heard they're fired up. I don't know yeah. how they would be with COVID, but um, they were <laughs> always really good um, in the past. So I think that's something that you know, hopefully, as we go down the line and we can start to get better and heal the world, that's something that I would love to do uh, going down the going down the line here. So. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, but uh, hey, let's just go ahead and check out Level Up Gang News. This is all PAX news today. So uh, let's just hop into it. Check it out. 
This is Level Up Gang News, where we bring you all the information from the gaming industry that you need to know. Check it out. Alrighty, so yeah, um, PAX was this past weekend, this week, right? Monday, yesterday was the last day. Uh, I went through Labor Day, which is really cool. I, usually it's four or five days, right? Yeah, four, oh, four days. Okay. Yep. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, it was in Seattle, uh, where I'm, I'm pretty sure usually is, is where it usually is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a great experience to, to kind of just, you know, get a quick synopsis. I will say, um, just one of my takeaways was that, you know, you kind of felt in the air that maybe there were some things missing or it was a little bit off. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys feel that? Like when you, like the day one, when we walked in there and we were doing everything, it just kind of felt a little, uh, lackluster. Yeah. I as mean, as far as content. Yeah, no, I mean, whenever I think of packs and I, I remember seeing stuff on, you know, like G4 when, whenever that was around and just things online and you just see people and booths just everywhere and just like, right. yeah, it's right. packed full of stuff and I mean, there was stuff there, yeah, but sure. it was, it was not, it was not the scene that I was, I was expecting at all. Yeah. Right. I felt it was a little, it was a little empty. I mean, there were, there were a lot of vendors there. There were a lot of like devs there and stuff, but I, I felt like it wasn't even like taking up an, enough of the space. No, they me. had like a whole area next to uh, the, the PC room or the console room that was just completely blocked off. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there was an article or uh, a couple posts actually that I was seeing online uh, kind of after we got back, just kind of trying to follow up and, and, and check and see, you know, if there were some things that we missed. And one of the things I did was did see was uh, there's a couple posts and actually a couple articles about um, how small PAX was. And I can't remember the guy that posted it on Twitter. He did like a whole video, uh, but he was showing kind of how like where we were in that game room where we were looking at the board games and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Literally the next hall over is usually full of shit. Full of shit. But then like it was there's literally nothing there. And um he even said, like, yeah, we got Nam, we got Namco, uh Bandai Namco here. And then that was really it. Like it was mostly indie developers, which is great. Nothing wrong with that. Do not want right. to take anything away from that. I think that's actually really dope. I think uh, they should probably give a little bit more indie developers more space and then yeah. kind of put the bigger boys in the back because people are, people are going to go to the bigger boys all the time, right? The indie right. developers do need a little bit more play uh, so they can so we can keep inspiring our the industry that we love this game and industry that we all uh, participate in. We want to inspire the indie developers to keep coming out with original ideas and stuff like that. And we're going to talk about some of the stuff that we saw uh, that was really inspiring that really made me happy. Um, that's yeah. another takeaway from the for the thing for me. I love the focus on the indie developers, but was so was it Ben Dynamco? They were the only big name there, weren't Legit. they? 100%. I think everybody else was an indie developer. I think they were the yeah. only like they had well the biggest booth. Yeah, they had like there. a big booth there uh, right. for Tales of Arise, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later today. Um, but yeah, so the crowds, it seemed to be a little bit smaller. A lot of the, uh, I would say 
just the one, a lot of the panels seemed really small. Yeah, right? except for the one that we wanted to go <laughs> to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you might as well talk about that, man. That was crazy. Yeah, so uh, my entire Friday, the first half of it until I met up with Steve and Ashley was just a huge shit show. <laughs> And like, I was seriously sitting on a bench and texting this. I was like, guys, I'm about to seriously have a fucking panic attack. Like everything that could go wrong was just, I was just like, getting Man, shit Kyle on. Had a, yeah. he had a shitty yeah. day again. Yeah. He, he was not having a good time at all. <laughs> and so I'm just like sitting on this bench, just like shaking and sweating. And then Steve and Ashley come up and I'm like, yeah, people. <laughs> and then uh, and we're like, Hey, let, let's go check out. Yeah. The uh, there it was the psychology of the Soulsborn games panel. Yeah. Yep. And so we're like, oh cool, we got like half an hour. Let's just walk around, check out some of the booths and stuff. We're like, okay, cool. So we go around, come back like five minutes later. The line is wrapped literally around the entire yeah. floor, upstairs, Up, around the next yeah. floor, down a hallway that I don't think even think we're supposed to be in. Facts. And this lady comes right. and she's she's like, well. Uh, it's fall. You might as well leave. Yeah, get get the fuck out of here. Can't <laughs> yeah. no more people come in. And I'm like, yeah. of course. And it was weird too because people were like, "Well, we're going to stick around just in case somebody <laughs> decides to get out of the line." And yeah, well, good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. They're like, "We're going to hope that people just get disinterested and leave." Like, no, sir. The lady was like, "Sir, there's only space for eighty people." The 80th spot is like literally downstairs and around the corner. So yeah. you're not. <laughs> <laughs> There's only spots for 80 people. That shit is already done a long time ago. Yeah. Like right now, you're just getting in people's way. Mm-hmm. Nope. I hope. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. Right. Like we were like, yo, fuck this. It that, it sucked too. Cause I, I was like, hey, let's go walk around for a second. We got time. And I didn't know that that was going to be a thing, but to be, to be honest, a lot of the panels were really good. Don't get me wrong. Especially the the few that we saw uh, that we kind of stuck around for. There was the one about uh, diversity and inclusion uh, Mm -hmm. for the LGBTQ community, um, which was really good. Uh, Yeah. They had some really good points about, just making sure to just not be assholes and like understand your market, understand that there are other markets out there instead of cis white heterosexual males. So, um, you know, just be cognizant of that, you know, just be cognizant that, you know, not, they're not the only people that play games and they participate in the gaming industry. Um, They even threw out some really dope um, facts from, some uh re- some recent research that suggested that you know the lgbtq community spends at least about 30 percent more in revenue on video games and stuff like that right so mm-hmm. with uh the professional leagues and stuff like that uh becoming more prevalent in the video gaming world that's kind of a an emerging market for video games right not to say that um, you know, our LGBTQ friends never played any video games. It's just the simple fact that there's not any marketing that includes them. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there's no marketing that includes uh, LGBTQ commercial uh, enjoying a video game. Well, I, I mean, now right. it's starting to come up, you know, but 
in the past, in the recent past, you know, you're not seeing um, Call of Duty games that show a lot of inclusion. You know what I'm saying? Like a black, it's like the black character in video games. That's something that's right. fairly new. The main character is black in video games. Like that's why. Yeah, I'm that, really... that is a very new thing. Yep. Yep. That's why I really appreciate Deathloop. Uh, that's kind of, you know, uh, pushing that forward and making the main characters black or people of color. Uh, so that, that, that particular panel, there was a lot to take away from that, um, which was really cool. What else? What else? What else did, did we want to talk about here for that? Oh, specifically for the panels and the, the small crowds is really what we're talking about. A lot of the, um, panels did have smaller crowds which you know i don't know i guess with covid and everything too a lot of people maybe was just trying to stay out of small rooms with a whole bunch of people which totally makes sense so i'm not saying that like this is a flaw of packs we're just reporting to you what happened like it it doesn't mean that it was a bad thing we're just saying that like the crowds were small so yeah it was covid times yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, um, that was one of the things I really wanted to touch on, too. I think PAX was being uh, very responsible with uh, their COVID procedures and precautions and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. I really think that they did the right thing for requiring at least a test or a vaccination card uh, in order to get in. And um, I felt safe because... And just to kind of describe it to the people. So when you came in to register to get your badge or whatever, um, you had to go, they had it very much uh, laid out, uh, planned out. It was very thoughtful. It was easy. The process was really nice. You walked into the hotel room. There's signs everywhere to say where to go to register. Uh, the hotel kind of banquet area, uh, maybe like a business center also. Uh, you followed the signs. They had tape on the ground, right, with little arrows to take you all the way to the path where you need to go. Like one was blue for registration and the other one was like orange for COVID, right? So you did your registration first. You went up to the people. They talked to you. You put, you told them your name. This is if you had to pick your shit up at will call. You right. talk, you know, you, you tell them your name, whatever. They look you up in the system. You show them their confirmation number, boom, they gave you your pass. You leave from there. Once you left that area, the, the tape on the ground and the arrows and all that other stuff, they turned a different color. So now you're on it. So now you know you're on a different path, right? Mm -hmm. So you walked around that path, you go to the COVID guy. Uh, and I think there was actual medical professionals there. It wasn't like, you know, like some random teenager or something that was volunteering or whatever like i think it was like medical professionals that were that they actually had uh manning that area and you showed them your card and they looked at it verified it you're good to go and you're done and then you can go and then once you went out there was like the registration booths for whatever you want to do depending on what it was uh most mostly in the middle of like the um the conference, the convention center floor, there were like little booths to say register for this if you want to do this and all that other stuff. So uh, they actually had it laid out really, really well. So that's that was pretty cool to see. And then I, I felt I felt reasonably okay with the COVID procedures in place. They gave you a band once you showed your COVID 
vac- vaccination card or your test or whatever, they gave you a black band. And everywhere you went, and I kid you not, they were literally, they literally were checking damn near everybody. Like you walk through oh, yeah. the main convention doors and it was somebody right there. Can I see your band, please? Like, oh, okay, it's right here, sir. Like they gave you a black band to say, hey, this person's good. They got COVID checked. You know, anybody without a band, they were not going to let you in there no matter what. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know. What you, do you guys think? So yeah. I go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. I just I walked right in. Uh, no band. Oh, man. <laughs> Didn't okay. know where I was going. Uh, t- walked around for a while after my mask broke, trying oh, to man. find <laughs> trying to find a new one. OK, so maybe they were not. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude was like where's your band and i'm like what and he's like you gotta go you gotta go get a band i'm like where where do i do that and he's like you gotta go downstairs through the parking garage and go outside and i'm like god damn it all right but yes i found it and i did get one yo how long did you how long did you last though walking around there like aimlessly fucking infecting everybody that's, uh, that's <laughs> so um Whenever I texted you guys and was like, I'm here until oh, like shit. probably a while. <laughs> probably like yeah. uh I don't know, ten minutes we... before you met up with me. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, my our we were there really, really early. So I think they must have had their A team on all that shit. So right. and it probably was easier too, because it wasn't really anybody there that early, but us doing it. So yeah, that makes sense. And it was like the beginning of the day. So yeah, like we went in like right, I want to say it was like 10, 30 or 11, right, Ash? For, yeah, for the Just convention. Just going yeah. in day one uh, when we, like after we left brunch and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like so, about 10, 30. Yeah. So I'm not, had, yeah, I, sorry, I'm not saying this is a, a fault with PAX's layout situation. This is more just me like aimlessly bumping around into <laughs> things until I end up where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> No, that's cool. It, it happens, but but, yeah, but at least somebody caught you though. That's the thing, right? Like, yeah. No, he was real. He was real cool about it. He's like, "Oh, dude, you gotta, you gotta go up here." Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, he wasn't like pissed off like the dude that told me to get out of the box. Yeah. So yeah, we did have a little bit some some issues with some some rude people um, at PAX. It was just I don't know. I think a lot of people were just really frustrated by I don't know what it wasn't really the crowds because i mean it was a lot of people there but it wasn't like a whole bunch of people there it wasn't yeah. like wall to wall it was yeah, like you weren't yeah. shoulder to shoulder it was right. just two very specific people that were kind of dicks yeah, yeah. but so, like uh, the other 99 percent of people were super nice 100 percent. yeah like yeah nothing but the greatest staff there uh all of the people that go to pax all of all of us are uh, you know yeah. everybody in the community super sweet everybody oh, yeah. i felt cool you know i could we talked to a couple of people uh yeah. they helped us out when we had questions and stuff like that literally we stopped somebody on the street and i was just like yo you look you have on a pax 2020 shirt so it looks like you know what you're doing how do we do this and she was like oh yeah first of all boom a b c okay you good all right yeah we good thank you appreciate it like dope. yeah you know like mad cool yeah yeah everybody so shout out to the, the community man for sure uh y'all motherfuckers cool to say i want to get mm-hmm. new people but we just didn't really get a chance to uh but that's you know whatever maybe next year yeah maybe next year so yeah so speaking of the people that were just kind of being assholes I, you know whatever like 
we have the guy that yelled at Kyle to get out of the box or whatever. Like <laughs> some people just really, you know, they get a little power, they get a little authority and sometimes they just don't know what to do with it. It was weird, but it was only those two little situations. The other situation was with the, this gator that we have, uh, Kyle actually designed it. It's actually really, really fucking cool. It's on sale in our store right now. Uh, the link is in the bio. You guys should go pick it up. Uh, but it's our Level Up Gang Gator. Uh, it's like a baby blue, and it has all the logos for all the consoles out there. So if you're a console lover, you have everything like the majority of us, or you have played everything and you love it just like we do, uh, this would be a dope Gator for you. It's really, really cool. PAX, you know, with their COVID rules that I said that they they did a really good job. Uh, they and, and we found out through evidence and research that gators aren't really that safe, you know what I'm saying? Because they're too porous. So they yeah. did have a rule to say, if you wanted to wear a gator, that's fine, but you need to have a mask underneath it. So that's kind of the background of this situation. We were standing in line to go see a particular panel. Um, I can't really remember exactly which one it, it was. Is the right whole, the I think it was one. the horror game one, yeah. Yeah, about uh, amnesia, which... <laughs> I want to talk about that uh, right after this. But anyway, we're standing in line to go see the 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 amnesia like horror panel or whatever, just about storytelling and horror games and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, and this guy, like, literally just walked up to us and was like, "For this event, sir," like, not even to me, basically. And I'm like a tall black dude, and this guy was like tiny. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like i was taller than this dude yeah exactly oh no um like my son's only what 12 years old and like he's like incredibly more taller and like bulkier than this dude anyway this guy walks up to me and he's like for this event for this event and he's like on my chin for this event that's not gonna fly like dude they already what the fuck are you talking about bro like Earlier in the day, some other guy that was like cool was like, hey guys, like, you know, we those gators are really cool. He literally said it. He's one of the enforcers, which is what they're called. Like people that were just kind of moderating the area, the community a little bit, which is whatever. Um, safety first. So we were sitting down, we went to go see Guilty Gear, the Guilty Gear tournament, which was fucking dope. We'll talk about that. Um, and one of the other guys earlier that day or or whatever he was like hey those gators are really cool like you know but you got to have a mask underneath we were walking in i think and somebody stopped us and said something and i just pulled it down because i already had my mask on because i had already decided to like just kind of double up anyway on my mask so i just pulled it down and showed him that i had my mask already ready to go and he was like oh okay cool perfect you guys are good done so we go upstairs to go to this other panel and this little fucking I don't, this little idiot dude was being really fucking rude about it. Like for no fucking reason. All he had to do, just like the other guy was like, hey, we really don't allow the gators here. You know, here's a mask. If you're going to wear the gator, you got to have a mask underneath it. He could have just said it like that. No, he goes for this event, for this event, that's not going to fly here. I said, dude, what are you talking about, bro? They already talked to us about it. And I just showed him my other mask under there. And he was like, oh, oh, okay. All right, fine. He didn't even say sorry. I don't, did he say, I don't even think he said sorry, Kyle. No, I don't remember what he said. He just kind of walked away. He just walked away and then Kyle was like, yeah, now you look stupid. Like, 
So then we just proceeded to talk shit about him very loudly in the line as we were standing there because like he was really being an asshole and he yeah. walked away because other people in the crowd, literally other people in the line was like, damn, wow, bro. Like, really? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like when other people are like commenting on somebody being an asshole, like you have confirmation <sighs> to like talk shit on this person. Exactly. Like, yes, exactly. exactly. Like literally like, other people in the, in the line was like, damn right. dude, was that even necessary, bro? That was right. fucked up. Like I got 50 people backing me up left to right. So seriously, we're good. It was wild. <laughs> it was fucking wild. So anyway, those are only two like real issues that we had, per, you know, uh, you know, things happen to us where people were just being kind of assholes, but 99% of the people just like uh like Kyle said 99% of the people there fucking dope as fuck I love the community dude it, it was yeah. awesome super cool yeah, people. yeah definitely yeah um I was actually trying to see the name of that particular event uh oh it was called press x to scream um horror storytelling and video games so yeah um Aaron S- Aaron Sudiko? Sudiko? I, I can't really pronounce it. I'm sorry. I think he S- pronounced it Sudoku. 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 Okay. Like the I isn't pronounced or something. Yeah. Yep. That's that's right. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. He did a really good the, the thing he was talking about was was pretty much amnesia, which is a really dope hard game. Uh if you've never played it, go ahead and check it out. I think me and Kyle, we talked about it. we only played the first one. There's there's three or four different ones. Uh, but he just talked about the storytelling in the games and how that how horror relates to um, like psychology and just like a general state of being. And like in these particular games, what are the what's the messaging behind it? Right. Uh, what what was the inspiration behind some of the messaging in the game? And like, who was the real what's what's creepier, you know, um, what's creepier? Yeah, he was really going into like what sets amnesia specifically apart right. from your Resident Evils and your Silent Hills and Correct. such. Right. Yeah. And right. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, he got really uh, philosophical with it and everything. And like, you know, like hu- human nature is scary versus just thinking about nature in general. Like human nature is a thing because of the thoughts that we have and the imagination that you can let yourself run with, especially if you're literally in a manic state and you're going crazy. Uh, you know, that's creepy, right? That's really scary. Or just being alone in somewhere you don't know. And the thoughts that you have as a human being about what can happen to you, how you maybe amp yourself up or you give yourself anxiety. That's pretty frightening. That's pretty scary. I think the big three themes he was going with for the first three games, which it like he was talking about, which was really interesting, was the first one is fear of others. The second one, machine for pigs, was fear of the self. And the third one was fear of children, which is like fear of others and yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually really dope, uh, but we didn't we didn't stay for the whole thing. And the only reason why, <laughs> okay, yeah, like the only reason why was that he was kind of ruining the games because he was going over the endings because the endings were important to like 
what he was trying to say, mm-hmm. uh, which Kyle just basically broke down. So we left because me and Kyle had already talked about, yeah, how we wanted to play the other ones because we only played the first one. So we just were like, oh, he's ruining everything. We got to go. And yeah, spoiler so, alert. Yeah, for real. And they just... didn't say that. They didn't say that he would be like actually talking about the games in such a way that he could possibly be ruining it ruining the endings for you so yeah but like yeah yeah i forgot his website but um yeah yeah, he was this was like a legit like literary analysis about these three games like i was going in i think me and steve were going in expecting like oh boo spooky scary isn't this fun right but like no this was like like if you took a college like literary literary course literature course on horror writing like this would possibly be you know an hour of of maybe one of your classes like it was like legit yeah. it was it was really in depth like maybe a little too much for like what yeah no it was yeah it was very very uh uh in depth uh the name the name of his uh website is called uh with a terrible fate um and basically that's what they do he's a video game analyst and he'll go through like Kyle said and he they, they just break down uh storytelling in video games so uh the the website is with a terrible fate f-a-t-e.com check them out uh really really good like Kyle said super super interesting shit uh highly recommend looking at his website uh I believe there's some shit on YouTube for him too uh don't quote me on that but I don't know you can just look him up uh, you can look his name up. Uh, the last name is spelled S-U-D-U-I-K-O. Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, Sudiko. Check him out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So that was that. The environment, we talked about COVID. We talked about the small crowds. The environment was decent uh the way the lay the well the layout specifically what did you guys feel about that how everything was laid out in the hotel the different buildings and stuff like that what do, what do you think i think they kept it pretty close together as best as they could i think so too yeah yeah i think so it wasn't like spread out like one thing was one place and then the other thing was like miles away or something right yeah yeah they kept everything fairly close it was easy to get to maybe there was like a next door hotel or maybe a next door conference center the theater was literally a block away so yeah it was like the like two streets away was like i think the furthest one that we went to yep so yeah they did a really good job with that they did a really good job with laying things out and giving everything its own space to where you could like look at everything and see that it was possibly you know something different and the main room with the indie games that was there, they demoed, they had a lot of demos for people, which I thought was really, really dope. A lot of cons. Uh, and again, I don't, I don't, I've never been to them. This is my first one, but some of the things that I hear, some of the feedback that I hear from some of my friends that go, they always say that like, man, there wasn't a lot to interact with. You know, I feel like even though PAX was a little bit smaller, they gave the indie devs opportunity to interact with people to get people engaged and that everybody could play almost everything that we saw which was really yeah. really dope to see yeah i don't remember seeing anything that wasn't playable exactly yeah, yeah. every everything was playable yeah so that's dope i thought that was fucking awesome so shout out to them for that uh what else 
We talked about Gator Gay, all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the general experience was really, really cool. Um, you know, I thought it was cool. I, I wouldn't mind going back to PAX 2022. Hopefully we're, you know, beyond something with COVID. We can get some stuff figured out with COVID by that time. But um, I don't know. Would you guys go back? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, that's that's going to be low. COVID or not. Yeah, well, who know. We got these well, new variants out here, man. They're sounding kind of scary, so I don't know about yeah, that. We got the whole Greek, <laughs> Greek alphabet out here now. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, anyway, go get vaccinated, y'all. I don't know. I'm tired of wearing masks and shit, and I want to do cons, so... Yeah, I don't want to see the T-virus variant. Anytime. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, fuck, just get the shit done, man, so we can... We can all go out here and party. Uh, but anyway, we're going to pause this and we're going to come right back and do our hype from PAX, if we have any. Or are we just going to talk about some of the games that we saw? So, uh, yeah, the hype's coming up. Check it out. Welcome back. Welcome to the hype. Uh, yeah, so we're just kind of talking about some of the games uh, that we saw at PAX. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We demoed a few things, played a couple things. We talked to people about a, a few things. We saw a couple things out there. What do you What do you guys think? What was some of the takeaways that you saw that uh, that you think is really interesting that people maybe should have on their radar for sure? Um. So one of the games that I played um was called mm -hmm. cricket i think mm -hmm. I, I talked to you guys about it it's called cricket jay's really peculiar game mm -hmm. and it was basically it basically it's a game about like this little boy and he's trying to like find and rescue his friends and stuff it's like a like a little imaginary world and he's trying to like find his friends and like once he finds them they have like little powers and they can fight the little monsters and stuff like that oh, it's, man, it's a very cool. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a kitty game, but it's actually really cute, and it's actually pretty fun. I actually got to play a little bit of it, and it was actually really, really fun. Um, what's and the yeah, graphics to, and stuff like? What does it look like? Um, Graphics look okay. Nothing crazy. Is um, it like 2D, 3D? Oh, it's uh, it's 2D, not 3D. Okay, like a 2D? Like is a, it like a 2D side-scroller kind of deal, or? It, it's, it's a, it's, no, it's more like open world. More oh, like okay. A, so it's like a top a, down, like you're looking at the top of the heads of the characters. Exactly. Yeah. Top okay. top down and stuff. And okay. That's no, it, it's really cool though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like a three quarters view up from the side, like a like a like not totally directly from the side, but like above. Yeah. I yeah. You. Okay. Kind of like a yeah. It's got like a comic book. Oh, Yo, okay. That's nice. Not like yeah. comic book, like I don't know, like it's comic e cartoony. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean, if it's if it's the game I'm thinking about. Yeah, no, it's the it's the same thing. Yeah. You're we're talking about the same thing. And so I got a chance to talk to uh one of the developers and he was a really cool dude. He was yeah, just no. like, Yeah, you know, I kind of got inspired from my my kid, you know, and seeing him play around and I just kind of got inspired to make a game where kids are just basically, you know, playing pretend and fighting monsters and oh, stuff. Man, that's so really cool. it was really dope. He was a really nice guy. So shout out to, I, I can't remember his name. So sorry, but the developers of cricket, uh, Jay's really peculiar adventure. I have the card right in front of me. I can like get the social media information so we can like post it. Okay. I'm sure we've been looking up right now. 
Oh yeah, you can look at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. put it out there right now. Jay's really peculiar adventure. Cricket. Yeah, cricket. Uh, yeah. Cricket is the name of the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. here we go. I got the. I just scanned the thing. So it is the studio's name is Studio Kumio. Kumio. K U M I H O. Yeah. Um, and they're just kind of talking about it. Nice. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it says go on an adventure to the moon and back with Jay and his friends. Oh, okay, yeah. So it looks like uh, South Park. Is it is it South Park that, graphic? Yeah, I, literally I guess so, the yeah. same uh, actual like graphic elements that's in South Park the game. The gra- uh, what's it called? The uh, something butthole or whatever. What the fractured butthole. Fra- yeah, fractured butthole. Yeah, it looks, it has like so, that something same. Something with per- a butthole in it. <laughs> it has that same perspective, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, no, this looks really, really cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, when's the release date on here? Uh, okay, so if you go on their Steam page, you can, like, you can actually uh, add this to your wish list on Steam. Please do that, like, right now. Pause yes. This, go over there, do that. Uh, so they can get some love and make sure you grab this when it comes out on December 30th, 2022. So still some time, but put yeah. this on your wish list so you know when it's ready to go. Yep. Very yep, cool. Yep. Awesome. Cricket, Jay's really peculiar game. That's how we spell Jay, uh, my daughter Jalen. That's how we spell her. Yeah, name, yeah. When I when I saw that, I was thinking about I was thinking about Jalen. No, that's what's up. Yeah, cute, so, cute yeah. little game. Yeah, the game, uh, you know, basically uh, what the game is about, and I'm just reading from the Steam page here, it just says, um, after a devastating loss, Jay would do anything to fix the past. Blast off with your newfound friends on a journey to the gates of Yamelia, uh, a fabled land on the moon that's rumored to grant any wish. Uh, so some of the things that you can do in the game is you can traverse forests, explore cities, uh you can even go to a rock concert um you know and you're you're fighting like little little monsters or like little creatures along mm-hmm. the way too mm-hmm. yeah it's funny it says ram your head into things just to see what happens and yeah maybe no be cool. <laughs> yeah no that was the thing so one of the characters you literally had to keep ramming his head mm-hmm. into like the wall and stuff and that was like how you like charge him up oh, so wow. he can do That's like his so little fun. special or whatever so That's yeah hilarious <laughs> Yeah, the other thing about this game, too, that they're saying is that you uh, freely interact with NPCs during conversations, so you can, you know, throw stuff at them if you, while they're talking to you or whatever. You can, you know, walk away. You can just stand there. You can interact with the NPCs however you see fit, you know, and there's going to be uh, actions and consequences and stuff like that. They're going to react to whatever you do to them. Uh, yeah. which is interesting. So there's a level, there's a really deep level of your NPC interaction in this game, which is pretty cool. Yeah, can you imagine the NPC is talking to you and you just walk away and it'd be like, hey, yeah, the fuck so I'm talking funny. to you. What you doing? <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Uh, they say how you treat people kind of affects the world. So that's really interesting too. So there's it, possibly, you know, you, you have some ability to change the way the game is going to go based on your actions. So I love that. I love that stuff. Okay. This game is dope, man. Good find yeah. Ash for sure. Yeah. 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 Cool. Nice. Kyle, what you got, bro? Uh, I was just going to talk about Turbo Overkill because everybody's talking about <laughs> Every, Turbo bro, Overkill. Everybody's <laughs> yeah, talking about Turbo Overkill. Overkill, man. 
Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. <laughs> it's a chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, tell us about Turbo Overkill, bro. Uh, so it's one of those games that, you know, hark, like another retro shooter among throw it on the on top of the pile. Yep. That's but nice. uh, this one looks pretty crazy, like crazier than usual. Um, yeah. You play some sort of like cyborg guy, or at least he has like cybernetic enhancements of some sorts, but, you know, jumping really far, shooting lots of big guns. It's like, uh, like, um, like maybe like PS2 style graphics, PS1, PS2 style graphics, uh, mm-hmm. just a bunch of enemies, just crazy shit flying everywhere. You have a chainsaw yeah. on your knee. You can like yeah. slide and slice through shit. Wait, uh, it's on your knee, like it's yeah. strapped to your knee. Oh, it like yeah. comes, yeah, it comes out of like a robot yeah. leg that you have. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, just a bunch of just a bunch of wild craziness. I mean, you really gotta watch the trailer. To... Honestly, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it you know it reminds there's like shits and tons of guns. It's like incredibly violent. It li- it literally looks like a like a cyberpunk Duke Nukem. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like, wild. Yeah. But the color, the color uh, palette is really dope. Yeah, you know like saying? lots of blues and neons, and mm-hmm. yeah, it gives you a really dope cyberpunk vibe to it. Yeah, uh, this game had a billion people around it, damn near like crowds and crowds yeah. of people around it. A lot of people want yeah. to play it. Um, it looks really dope. This is by this is de- developed by Trigger Happy Interactive. Um, so yeah, go on Steam right now. You can also add this to your wish list. Um, it's just saying coming soon. They're still working on it, but at PAX, we did get a chance to take a look at a live demo. It looks phenomenal. It's gonna be crazy, high energy, fast pace, uh, pretty much you know, crazy, crazy action. Um, and basically about the game, basically, you play as a character named Johnny Turbo. And your job is to go out and just clean the streets from this rogue, uh, maybe AI program that's kind of fucking shit up in the city and creating some monstrosities and stuff like that. So you're tasked with going out there and cleaning it up. Uh, There's a shit ton of weapons in it. You can dual wield weapons. You already know about the chainsaw knee. You don't really know about the chainsaw knee until you see it in action. Highly recommend, uh, yeah, checking out the trailer. You can do basically wall runs. Uh, you can, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, and as yeah, as you do those special like wall runs and things like that, mm-hmm. um, it charges up a like hero time yep. thing. Yeah, yep. and so that's when you can like slow down time, do crazy. Yeah, knee shit. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> knee just, shit. Does, just picture a cyberpunk world, and mm-hmm. then picture exactly what you would think a game called Turbo Overkill would be. Yeah. And that's 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 what it is. There's also an element of like Mega Man with it too, because as you kill bosses, you get to take their powers. So that's fucking dope too. You know what I'm saying? So you have mm-hmm. that element there with it as well. So man, yeah, out of um, everything that we've seen at PAX, uh, this is probably one to, you know, definitely put on your radar. Uh, everything we're talking about here, you should probably go ahead and go on Steam. Make sure you add it to your wish list. Uh, and then also, you know, if you have an Xbox, PlayStation, let's see if it's going to come on there. I'm not sure, but I hope so. Right. I don't know if it's going to come on. It doesn't really say here yet, so we'll see. But even still going, Steam, add it to your wish list. 
uh, definitely be on the lookout for it for sure. Hopefully, it comes out on the consoles because I would love to fucking play it. Uh, you know, maybe it come out on Game Pass or something like that. That'd be dope. Oh God, I thought we were gonna get through this. I episode thought we were gonna get mentioned. through it. Yeah. <laughs> without mentioning Game Pass. Fuck y'all. <laughs> 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 no, it'll go yeah, on Game Pass, and then we'll hear all about it. Oh yeah, you'll see yeah. it. I'll oh yeah, we'll hear, it. we'll yeah. hear all about I, it. He'll send stuff to us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I rub it in. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, everybody check that out. Um, that's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, bro. Oh. What's your uh, what's your game? Oh, go ahead. Well, Kyle, go ahead. What you was gonna say? I was gonna talk about um, uh, that Neon Noodles game. Oh yeah, I was, I, I, yeah. I was looking up trailers for that, and it actually looks it looks pretty fun. Yeah. So me and Kyle went to this panel uh, with the indie devs. I can't remember. Rewind. We went to a panel. I can't really remember the name of that panel. Do you remember what it was called? Uh, I think that was, oh, it was the, the main PAX, show. Pack showcase. Yeah. Yeah, it was the main showcase. And there were two indie developers there, one for Neon Noodles. The other was for a game called Wild at Heart, which I actually wanted to talk about, too. So this is a perfect segue. Yes. Tell us about Neon Noodles, Kyle. Okay, so the the concept of it, as he explained it, was I loved playing Overcooked, but I hated playing it with other people. <laughs> so yeah. what it is, is like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, again, like cyberpunk, but it's overcooked and you program a robot or multiple robots to go through a series of actions to make the dishes that you want so it like i if you look at it it looks like overcooked except it's a little robot doing pre-programmed actions at these stations yeah and so you either set it you can set it up to where it you know you're optimizing space or you're optimizing the speed or you're optimizing like different aspects of how you're setting up this cooking station basically to make these you know dishes like it's it's looks pretty simple but like the premise is pretty simple but the execution is going to be the fun part yeah. of like programming it out and then like watching it run and seeing it make right. all this stuff i think is so fucking genius uh this particular game uh because it's a introduction into kind of like coding right yeah it's uh, so, it's programming for sure yeah 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 uh i highly recommend people uh check it out it's really really smart it's a genius idea to get people into programming get people into coding and understanding logic um and something like really really dope like this where you are in this cyberpunk universe and you're trying to program these robots to make you like a fine dining dish in such a way you know Mm-hmm. which is really interesting the other interesting part too and correct me if i'm wrong kyle these are actual like recipes that he like did some research on didn't he say that yeah these are real food yeah this is real foods <laughs> yeah this is real <laughs> stuff that like literally if you get the ingredients for you could fucking make it oh Wild. okay that's that that's actually pretty cool yeah they did a, they did like real research on like cooking like making particular dishes uh for this particular game that actually exists in the real world isn't that fucking dope? That's really dope. I just yeah. think that's fucking phenomenal, dude. Yeah. The, the guy was super cool, man. He was keeping it, like, super real. Yeah. Very very dark, but, like, honest. And, like, I loved it. I loved everything about his personality and everything. He was super fun. I can't... Ah, fuck. Yeah, they're like, why did you want to make a game? And he's like, 
well, I had kids and I was like, Oh yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> he's like, shit, what am I going to leave behind when I die? Yeah, and he's say. like, <laughs> I like overcooked, but I fucking hate but people. Hate people. Hey, been there, done that. I, hey, who hasn't felt that way to be honest with you, bro? Yeah. And if you've never played overcooked, uh, Okay, I mean, yeah. here here's yeah. how here's how you test your any serious relationship that you're in. Say, hey, wife, girlfriend, whatever, here's this game, overcooked. Wanna play? If you're still married by the end of like an hour and a half, <laughs> like you're good. I think you're good. <laughs> yes. So fucking good. So fucking true. Like, I can't exp- like me and Rachel have played that a ton of times, and it always just goes into you fucking idiot throw yes. the beans from across the stage i'll catch them and put them in the pan don't go over into my station you throw <laughs> the beans i'll put yeah. them in the pan don't come over here <laughs> yeah or if you try to come over there with a greeting you just fall off the map yeah like, god damn it you no I, I played over yeah it, it is wild yeah. yes Look, yeah, it gets it gets brutal relationships are either made or broken by playing fucking co-op overcooked. I've actually never played it before, but I'm gonna try oh, it now. Man, yeah. Oh, you, you have saved get, yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it with some people and see what Yeah, happens. get someone that's not gonna hit you to play it. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's few and far in between, bro. I don't know too many people that's <clears throat> not ready to knock my ass out some at some point, but we'll see. Oh, uh, I was gonna bring something up real quick. There's a uh um, the Neon Noodles game. There is another PC game called Opus Magnum, mm-hmm. where you're like programming programming a machine to do like alchemy stuff. It oh, looks really cool. similar to that, but nice. it's with food. Yeah. Okay, that's that's what's up. Okay. But yeah, uh, hey, again, Neon Noodles, check it out. Um, you should definitely go on Steam and you know pre-order that thing. Yeah. Let me see. Where is that? I don't know if it's pre-orderable or not. Let me go on there and look right now. Because if it's not, add to your wish list. It was super fun. Is, I think I think I think people will like it. It's still under development for sure, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's not out yet. It, no, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's out. It's been out demo. since 2019, it looks like. Yeah. It's oh, early wow, access. Shoot. So you can download the demo right now on Steam. Uh, highly recommend checking it out. Uh, oh, it's for consoles too. Oh shoot, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I'll so download it for the to, Switch. Yeah, this is one to go ahead and check out uh, right away. Pretty. pretty yeah, it looks cool. like he just came out with a major update, like that Friday of PAX update number ten, the ramen update. Yep. Yep. Oh, you couldn't do ramen the whole time, and the thing is called Neon <laughs> Noodles. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's cool though. Yeah, highly check it out, man. Looks looks pretty dope. Um, yeah, so the game that I was really taken aback by was this game called No Longer Human. Oh yeah, I knew you was gonna talk about uh, that. <laughs> I was yeah. just waiting for it. Yeah, no longer human. Uh this is developed by 0801 Games. Um, honestly, guys, like this game, I you know, I saw it, I saw people playing it, and it's just visually just absolutely fucking beautiful right but the thing about it is is that it's not like a it's not like going to tax your system graphically maybe it will because it's super fast paced and high energy high action but um it's it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful uh anyway again the name of the game is called no longer human it's by 0801 
uh, LLC. That's the developer, 0801 LLC. Uh, really, really cool. Published by PM Studios, which they've done some really cool games in the past uh, couple years. Uh, actually, West of Dead is one of them that actually ended up being on. Uh, that's a Game Pass game that got a lot of good reviews. It's kind of a Western uh, isometric shooter with a cover system, almost like The Ascent, if you guys have played The Ascent. Uh, but it's like you play as this, like, I don't know, the guy looks like kind of like the Ghost Rider or whatever. And uh, you go through this town and whatever. It's like a Western style game. Really, really, really cool. So PM Studios, shout out to them. They, they have some bangers out there. And I think they saw... Um, you know, the potential in No Longer Human, and they're going to they're gonna put it out. So they're going to publish it. Uh, what can I say about this game? So basically, um, I'm going to just read from the Steam page because it, they say it the best, right? So uh, according to the Steam page, uh, No Longer Human is a high-energy cyber goth action fuck em up with expressive freeform combat that encourages aggressive, stylish play. Basically, it's not a beat em up, it's a fuck em up. I love that they said that because that's literally what you're doing in this game. Oh, yeah. Um, so the game is set in the near future. Uh, brain computer interfaces have brain computer interfaces have become uh, commonplace as mobile phones, allowing users to submerge themselves entirely into the metaverse and abandon the physical world altogether. Uh, you assume the role of, of Suono the once world famous vocaloid idol turned cyber demon on her destructive path to total world domination. Literally your job in this game is to destroy everybody in the world. What? We, yay, my dreams can come true. Become That's the crazy. cartographer of your own reality and cut down anyone who gets in your way in this surreal, um, Lynchian. I don't even know what this is. This is like something I'm gonna have to go look up. Adventure. It's, yeah, it's a reference to David Lynch. See, David Lynch. There you go. I didn't know that. I had never seen that before because I don't read shit. <laughs> He's a movie director. Yeah, I know. Well, I know who David Lynch is. I watch movies. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, become the cartel. Yeah, he did the he did fucking Doom, the first one. That shit's wild as fuck. I probably want to watch it tonight. I'm gonna get high as fuck and watch it. It's crazy. <laughs> when does that new one come out? Man, I I'm so old, dude. I yeah, I can't wait to watch that shit. I love that. I love the books, and it looks so cool. Uh, I don't know. It was supposed to come out on HBO at some point, but I think it's actually gonna come out in the theaters instead, or both. I don't even know anymore. But uh, I'm super excited about it. I think they're actually trying to do it right this time, like actually do it the way it's supposed to be done. So yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, let me start over so I can say it right. <laughs> um, so in this game, you become the cartographer of your own reality and cut down anyone who gets in your way in this surreal, lynching adventure down to the bedrock of the collective, the collective human psyche. Uh, so it's just, it's just fucking wild, right? Like, so you play as this, I, I guess, uh, uh, the character uh, is a female person, it looks like, um, in like a two-piece outfit with a sight literally a bikini yeah <laughs> and you go through all of these different worlds in this cybernetic universe 
and you just destroy people in the most beautiful way with this fucking sight in this super fast paced action a la devil may cry right like straight up button masher there's combos there's uh triggers that you can do so for example you can go xxxxx is going to do a dope ass combo and then you press the right bumper button and you get to throw the scythe at enemies that's maybe on the other side of the screen and then you can go to the scythe real quick and continue a fucking combo or juggle or whatever right again high energy very fast paced uh the game graphically is literally kind of like a it's a 2d side scroller but the background is like vector graphics with like beautiful neon colors like a nice cybernetic uh like a cyberpunk uh kind of palette right you got the neon pinks the blues all that good stuff and the character's hair and her outfit is like pinkish red or whatever and you're just going through and just slaughtering enemies left and right the entire time doing yeah. dope combos there's a combo counter on the side and it's fucking like egging you on to like do more like yeah, you, fuck you get that that big flashing number it's like mm-hmm. 18 19 20 you're like yeah more numbers fuck. yeah exactly. <laughs> numbers yeah. yeah but yeah the Fire. game it looks it looks a lot like um uh like res yes oh yeah yeah we were talking about that it's true it's show dude the graphics do look like res but like imagine like a dope ass like beat em up yeah and there's like tons of enemies and shit and like on the on the fucking level and you just go destroy them all hardcore style phenomenal game i spent i don't know i think i like zoned out for like 10 minutes yeah you you i was like screaming to myself where i forgot i was like in in fucking public i fist bumped (laughs) the goddamn developer and shit like i lost my mind over this game yeah he he lost his shit over there i got some pictures of that too yeah we're gonna post them on our on twitter and everything everything that we haven't posted yet we're gonna post it uh but yeah check this game out no for sure definitely put this bitch on your wish list it's coming in 2022 they're still working on it they're working out the kinks but the shit that we played uh while we were there fire fire this one had a crowd too yeah they also had that that spooky game oh, I, I wanted to yeah. play that fuck we didn't i didn't get a chance to play it no it was called ikai ikai i-k-i-k-a-i yeah uh, I didn't look at it a whole lot, but it gave either. me like grudge vibes. Right. Right. Like Japanese yeah. horror. Yeah. Old timey lo- style. You know, it gave, it's like imagine playing uh, the way it looked. Imagine playing like The Mist um, from back in the day where you like, you're kind of in this world, uh, first person view, you just get to explore around it uh, and interact with different things in this world. It was like that, but like in a weird, spooky Japanese horror game, right? So you interact with, you know, set pieces in the world and you just go explore to try to figure out, um, you know, what happened in this particular uh, area of this game in this house. And I guess it's a shrine in, in, in Japan. You know, this game also brought a little bit of a crowd. I noticed a lot of people were checking mm-hmm. it out. Um, it's kind of a it's a first person psychological horror game. That's basically yeah. how they they classify it. So yeah, it comes out in October, just in time for Halloween, and I think yeah. it's released on pretty much everything. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. So check that out too. 
Man, yeah. Okay, so like that was the thing with packs, right? Indie developers oh, got a sorry. showcase. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you want to talk real quick about that little cute game we played? Oh yeah, no, no, I wasn't even <laughs> done. I was just gonna say. <laughs> oh okay. I wasn't sorry. even trying to move on. Yeah, no, I, I, I literally want to spend all the time on the games because I think that was the most important part. Um, yeah, the the beauty of packs, regardless of what anyone says, is that the game developers were there. The indie developers were there and they had some really dope stuff to show us. I think the indie industry at this point in time in video game, uh, in video gaming is fire. Like the indies are like, they're fucking carrying the fucking torch, dude. Uh, yeah. I just want to say that I'm just really oh, happy sure, yeah. and excited for all the indie devs that were there. They got a chance to show people their game. We saw so much shit that was really, really cool. I wish we can bring everything. I wish we had like a production crew that could have been in two or three places at once, but we, it was our first time being there. So we were also trying to just kind of take it all in. So uh, I think next time we go, we'll, we'll be a little bit more familiar with how to go about things and we'll bring you more content uh, for sure. But I'm really happy about all the stuff that we saw and all the stuff that we're talking about right now. That's all I'm going to say. It's just making me giddy inside because we did have a really mm-hmm. good time and we saw a whole bunch of really cool shit. Oh, yeah. So the little cutie game. I, You know, I yeah. can't even think of the name of it right now, dude. I just remember my guy had boxing gloves and he was badass. <laughs> yeah, what game What game is this y'all talking about? Shit, what was it, like Mysteries of the Forest Origin yes, or something? That's was that right. it? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I got the card right okay. here. Yeah, Mysteries of the Forest uh, Origin. Um. I think so, I yeah, missed that uh, one. It's, it's a two-player co-op game. I guess yep. two-player. I don't know if it goes higher than that, but uh, like SNES-style graphics. Yes. And just Fire. it's you and the other person, and you pick your character. They both, all the characters play differently. Yep. And then, then just wave powers and shit. Yeah. And then just waves of enemies just come from the other side of the screen. Uh, you don't want them to get to the other side of the screen. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. It's almost like a, like a castle defense type of thing where like if you know if they get through they like you use you lose points and shit or right yeah. whatever your little bar and once your bar gets to the end you lose but um it's really dope because yeah it's co-op you have all these different character classes that you can get and then there's like power-ups and shit that you can grab and like weapons and shit that you can use to like fight these things off as they're coming in their little waves and stuff and each wave to get it each wave gets increasingly more difficult uh, for example, I think we got to like wave what five, I want to say maybe, and they start putting the, there's like these little snakes that come through and you got to yeah. like punch them in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, uh-huh. they started wearing like brick, ma- uh, like rock stone masks. So instead of punching them one time and they disappear, you have to punch them like two or three times to get yeah. them to fucking disappear. And then like, I think when we died, uh, some dude just popped up on the screen to start a hyper beam and the, the, the shit out of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, this now. All right. That escalated quickly. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else? What else gaming wise did we see that we want to talk about? Did we want to talk about the Guilty Gear tournaments? Oh, yeah. No, we oh, can yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the uh, Potemkin orgy that ensued. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Tell the people, well, no. G, what happened with that, man? What was going on with all that? What happened? Well, well, let, let's just talk about let's talk about just the Guilty Gear tournament. Um, yeah. Well, you missed day one though. I missed day one. What happened? Wait, what? What happened? Did, was that the day you fucked your foot up? No, I think that was the day that I just didn't get any sleep and I was just really oh, tired. Yeah. <laughs> By the time it came on, I was yeah, just like, "Fuck right. that! I I need sleep." Oh um, man, yeah. We we did twenty seven thousand steps. 
just Friday alone from walking 20, around. 27,000 steps. 27,000 steps. I literally lost one. And I got, I got no, <laughs> I got no sleep. Yeah. In that, in that 24 going, hours. Literally going on fucking 24 hours of no sleep. No sleep yeah. and coffee. <laughs> a whole, a whole bender. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I miss, I miss day one. But I saw day two, and day two was really good. Day two was and crazy. Day two was crazy. Some really good matchups. Um, everybody's using Potemkin. Um, so if I remember correctly, and I, I don't know if this is 100% true, um, but I think when Guilty Gear Strive first came out, Potemkin wasn't, like, a really good character. Like, he wasn't, he didn't have, I guess, like, I guess a lot of move sets mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And I guess they kind of like you know boosted him up a little bit. Yeah, they so said now it was, yeah, they said there was a, uh, quite a few characters that a lot of people was using during the tournament that had got recent buffs from the yeah buffs. Yeah, yeah that's what I was yeah. So he, he so. I th- I'm pretty sure he definitely was one of them. Yeah, yeah. And P- Potemkin's been in the game since I, the beginning. I don't know if the very beginning, but. Early as long as I, as long as all of them that I played, he's been there. Yeah, so he's been in there. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the characters that people are super comfortable with, and I think yeah. just they them tweaking him, what they did, and then man, I don't know, people were going fucking crazy with that dude. Yeah, no, literally. But uh, it was some good matchups. I'm trying to get them off of my Instagram so we can post them on our Twitter, but uh, Ooh, it was yeah. some really good matchups. Yeah, or like, just post like them trying. on the Level Up Gang, uh, or or just tag us, tag the Level Up Gang uh, Instagram in in that post. But you see, it's it's hard because it's it's a highlight, not a regular post. But I'm I'm gonna oh. figure it out. Don't worry okay, about yeah, it. all right, all good. Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I, I would say day one uh, was a really good matchup too. I think we saw a little bit more of a variation because on day two, like everybody saw this one guy. Fuck, I had his name written down somewhere. Let me look at my phone. Um. God, there's this one guy that what did he play before? Uh Marvel versus Capcom. He's like a Marvel yeah. versus Capcom, like known in the streets out there in the streets of Seattle for was Marvel it, versus Capcom. Was it not enough damage? Yeah, but dude kept calling him too much damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's calling him Ned and then he was calling him Ted too much damage. He's like, wait, that's not right. That doesn't even that doesn't yeah. Why didn't anybody call me out on this? <laughs> So, fun fact, the announcer that was there, one of the announcers, he is also an Evo announcer. I can't remember his name right now, but um, he's known for kind of, like, making those jokes and giving people nicknames and stuff like that, so. Yeah, he's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, day day one was actually kind of wild. We saw uh, quite a few matchups, actually, and they were really, really, really fucking cool. Um, the guy with the pool stick, I I can never, I haven't played Guilty Gear in so long, I can never remember their names. Huh? Venom? Venom. I think his name is. Is it a pool? Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a pool stick and he has a mask and everything. Yeah, he's got a pool cue. He's got like a big long yeah. hair mask. I think it's yeah, hair, dude. but yeah. That dude's fucking dope, bro. I love his movesets and everything. So he, he's really cool. Because he's like tall and lanky and shit and like sits really low, you know? His movesets are, are sick. Anyway, yeah, that was pretty Oh, are dope. you talking Are you talking about uh, Faust, the guy with the paper Faust. bag mask? Yes. Yeah, wow. he's yeah the long lanky doctor guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Raw he's wild. Yeah. I love his moves. Yeah. Sense, dude. He looked he looks super cool. Yeah. What did you think about day one, Kai? Uh, day one was fun. It was a lot, like you said, a lot more varied matchups. Yeah. They had a lot of uh, 
like Amelia Rage, she's like the Russian girl with the long hair. Uh, May, she's like a little sailor person. Oh yeah, um, she was swinging a big ass anchor. Yeah, Gee, yeah. she called like, fucking Sham. She'll call Shamu the whale to come fuck you up. Yeah, huh? yeah. hey Shamu, <laughs> come fuck him up over here, yo. I yeah, thought that she was cold as fuck. She'll have a whole like torrent of like water wave come <laughs> smack you, and then like out of the water wave, a big whale will also come smack the shit out of you. Like yes. I loved her. I love that character in general. Her moveset was cold as fuck. Yeah. She yeah. calls a whale, bro, to come back her up. Did, yeah. did you see yeah. that big ass anchor she was swinging? It was bigger mm-hmm. than her, man. Gee, that anchor is ginormous, bro. She's swinging her bitch. Beating Hard. the shit out of your ass. <laughs> Yo, what's her name again? What's that character's name again? Uh, May. I'm finna get Guilty Gear Strive, man. I just want to play as May, man. For real, man. May yeah, go she's, hard. <laughs> yeah, she's in all of them too, or at least she all the ones hard. I've played since yeah. like X two or something. But it's uh, been, yeah, man, it's if been yeah, if you guys out there have never heard of or played Guilty Gear as a fighting yeah. game, like Ooh. don't you don't even have to play it. Just go look up, please. These like the characters in this game are just like off the wall. Oh yeah, just bonkers. Yeah, and the the art too. They're just beautifully drawn. Like yeah. the detail, the fucking detailing in each and every last one of them. Like so what's the name? Soul Bad Guy or whatever his name is. Uh-huh. Soul uh, Bad Guy, yeah. <laughs> the little the buckles on his fucking like jacket and shit. Like it's very very crisp, detailed to the T. Everything about these characters. Yeah, Leo Wifang is cold too. He's cold as hell. Yeah, I think the first match we saw when we sat down was him yep. playing someone. Yep. I might have actually been the same guy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was the first fight that we saw. So, yeah, maybe they came full circle then, huh? That's awesome. Oh, that's what's up. Who won the uh, PAX West? His name is Razo, R-A-Z-Z-O, and he was a Leo Whitefang player. Oh yeah, okay. And okay. he was in the finals with CG, who was a sole bad guy player, who I think won the final match of day two that we saw. That we saw, yeah, against right. the mm-hmm. the Matt, the Potemkin player. Oh man, I kind of wanted. To, oh, that's oh, that's not like oh yeah, okay. That's what's up. That's awesome. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, the Guilty Gear, the Guilty Gear tournament was live, y'all. So. Uh, one of our episodes, we talked about, uh, uh, Lady T actually talked about, uh, it was the last couple of episodes, uh, talked about the Evo tournaments. And one of the takeaways that she was saying was that it wasn't live, right? I think that's what you were saying, Ash. It just wasn't like live and like the crowd was weird or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was kind of telling you guys. Like this, like what was at PAX, even though, you know, Evo is way bigger. Mm-hmm. But that that crowd participation, you yeah. know, how people were ooh and and on and clapping, mm-hmm. that's what makes, you know, PAX, you know, so good. And I think that's also what kind of made the, the Guilty Gear tournament like fun because we were there watching it, you know, live. Time. Yeah. Right, in real time. We were watching it in real time, live, you know, in the arena. And, like, the arena was hype. Like, people were screaming shit, clapping real hard, like, yelling stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, day two, the day two announcers was cool because they was doing some crowd participation, getting the crowd mm-hmm. hype. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, it was it was on Twitch, by the way. So, you guys can go look it up on Twitch. They actually uh, played the whole thing. I'm actually probably going to watch it right after we 
get off of this episode. But uh, yeah, really, really cool. They definitely uh, put on a really, really good tournament. It was actually pretty dope. Uh, what else? Uh, Tales of Arise was also there. Um, they had like, uh, like a whole booth. Yeah, I didn't get to play that one. I kind of yeah, wanted to play it. Me neither, but I looked at the trailer and everything. It actually looks really, really dope, and the demo is out now on everything, so you guys should go ahead and check that out as well. Yeah, I regret not playing it there. Yeah, me too. I, took, I took a bunch of pictures of the booth, but I never actually went inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a decent amount of people in there, too, for sure. Yeah. A lot of people were trying to uh, play it. We So we actually got like a... We were on Twitter kind of fucking around in between a panel or something like that uh, one of the days, and I'm just so happy to look, and I see somebody somebody posted something on Twitter that showed Elden Ring with like a bunch of like PAX West paraphernalia out there. Yeah, you know, who this, are you? Yeah, Come over here. This is, look, this is a story <laughs> about how like our news system, if you get your news off the internet, like, man, you cannot trust it, G. Like, not at all. Like, nope. Shit's fucked up out here, man. Because uh, it looked legit. Like, I swear to God, it looked legit. It looked like Elden Ring, all the PAX West looking paraphernalia, the font size, like all this shit looked really, really interesting. Um, it looked real. It looked like it was something that was put together by PAX and Namco, Van, uh, uh, Bandai Namco. Um, I don't know why I always want to say it the other way. Is anybody else out there like that? Mm. Let me know in the comments. Ben, Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco. No. Namco Bandai. Because I don't know. Bandai Namco. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it showed the fucking Elden Ring like game and it was like at PAX West or something like that. And I'm like showing Kyle, like, yo, like what the fuck? So we like immediately like left what we are what I think we were in the middle of a panel, maybe. And we kind of walked over there. Didn't we go over there and look? You I remember at some you, point? you showed us uh we were in the hotel room and we yeah. were like getting ready to go. And you showed us, and we're like, "All right, let's go." And yeah. we go. It was just like nothing. Yeah, like, it was no. I knew it. No we knew it. Ring there. We bullshitters. Just had to we just had to verify. <laughs> bullshit. To sure. But yeah, like, we, knew, we knew it that. was bullshit. But like <laughs> the the from software fanboy in us was like, well, maybe, maybe. You know, maybe later at night towards the <laughs> yeah. end, they just like whip it out for like three people that's left there. Be like, hey guys. You guys won because you stayed later. Here's Check your prize. Out. Yeah. Yeah, here's Check your prize. Out. We were hoping that that would be us. <laughs> here's your copy of Elden Ring and yeah. Bloodborne 2 <laughs> and Dark Souls 4. Yeah, here's here's all of that. I'm literally special, like, special let's go harass the Bandai Namco people. And he's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? No, man, we're going to make them give us Elden Ring like now. <laughs> we know you but, have it. Yeah, I got crazy for a second there. It was bad. But no, it was cool. We went over there and just checked it out uh, on our last day. It looked it looked really... It was crowded, but it looked cool. And then I watched the trailer the next day, and I was like, fuck me. And then I sent it to Kyle, and Kyle was like, man, god damn it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get a chance to play it. We were just kind of, um, you know, peeping everything. So we didn't really get a chance to play it. Yeah. We probably should have. Honestly, like JRPGs, I know the Tales series is a pretty big, pretty big name in the game. And I like them too because they're more like they're kind of like button mashers, though. You know what I'm saying? Like they have like like action. action. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, they're never like super top of my radar. So I was like, well, whatever. And then you showed me the trailer. I was like, ah, actually, that's really fucking awesome. 
it looks really cool. So I, I downloaded the demo. I'll probably check it out after we get off. And I was watching people play this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I was just like, derp. Right. Just looking right Same. through the screen. Same. We just was like, uh, okay. There's a game. Cool. Okay. Yeah. What else is going on here? It's not Elden Ring. I, is I this think Elden Ring, though? I yeah. think literally our brains yeah. were like, it just, are we it was, looking at are we looking at Elden Ring? But it says Tales of Arise right there. Like are we tricking? Yeah, they try to trick yeah, they yeah, try to are trick we, us like, what's up? And we like literally like blankly stared at it and just like walked away because like it wasn't what our brains yeah. wanted. It was like my brain was just like filtering out everything else. It was just a bunch of pickle pixels flying around. I was like, that's not what is this? A bunch of doesn't <laughs> a bunch of pickles flying around? <laughs> I was like, man, what's going on, Kyle? You got pickles flying around. Hey, bro, but that's facts, bro. Like, literally, we filtered out everything that wasn't what we thought it was going to be. It was like, eh, whatever, later. Uh, it just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you want to go uh, walk out of another panel? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. Yo. Oh, yo. Okay, was, guys. So, like, <laughs> that was the mood. That was the mindset of the entire weekend. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah, just fuck it. Yeah. Look, I told y'all we was trying to like soak everything in. You know what I'm saying? So, don't have time for this. Yeah, like a lot of the panels. Some, not a lot. Some of the panels we went to were just really kind of like, like dragging a little bit. Yeah. Very, saying? very like, talk heavy and very like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. A little too heavy for my mindset at the time. <laughs> I like the uh, the horror analysis one. I was like, "Yo, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be yeah. fun." Yeah. We. I'm like, "Yeah, this is gonna be dope as fuck." And then we're uh, in the thing. I look over at Kyle. Kyle had like the like a like literally like a blank stare of horror on his face, and I'm like looking at him and then he sends me a text what, what did you say oh fuck i wish i had it oh i gotta i gotta i see the text talking about when we were having doo-doo problems after bike place <laughs> oh boy <laughs> oh we talked about like hey you, you want to well we talked about it afterwards like i think we just texted each other like yo you want to leave or something like that how do we ended up leaving Okay, okay, here, here's the, here it is. This is way more analytical than I was prepared yeah, for. Yeah, that's what <laughs> And you're like, yeah, bro, I'm like, oh, oh, shit. I thought we were going to actually watch some gameplay. I was like, this is actual literary analysis, and I'm not in the mood for it. <laughs> I haven't played this last game, and now he's going to spoil the whole fucking thing. How do we leave? <laughs> this some people, okay, so leave? Some, people, some people got up and left, and you're like, like that. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> and then immediately the next text is the next text from you is we are in the PAX showcase uh, oh, panel yeah. and it just says you want to go <laughs> we're like yeah but there's like cameras and shit they're gonna have to duck out oh my god and then Ashley so we're trying to coordinate with Ashley at this point so me and Kyle are already ready to go Ashley sends me a text message like, yeah, I'm here already. I'm like, fuck. So, oh, yeah, I, I got there. <laughs> oh, man. 
so you get there and like you sitting down i'm looking at kyle like fuck like my sister just got here that's why kyle was looking at me like yeah like you know like he did a head signal to the door and i'm like I didn't say anything. I'm just kind of like, man, let's just wait a minute. Cause my sister literally just texted me like, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, fuck. No. And I think, I, I think I literally saw out of my peripheral y'all two get up yeah. and leave. And I was like, well, I guess that's my cue to leave too. <laughs> I just sat down, but well, I'm out of here. <laughs> See, like, like how, how long was it before you sat down and then you saw us dip? Bro, it had to be a solid five minutes. Not even. I don't even think it was five minutes. I think it had to be like three minutes. I literally just sat down. So just to kind of paint the scene, like me and Kyle and like my stupid ass too, I'm like three rows from the front on the right-hand side of like the developer, like the table and the stage yeah. and everything. It's like it's like a bunch of people sitting in like the main section, Middle part. a hallway, and then like yeah. us sitting over here on the side, like pretty close to the front, just yeah. us and like two other people. That's and it. not only that, I had already <laughs> called attention to myself before the thing because I like was dancing in the middle of the hallway, and some. Wait, why are you dancing? Because Wait, this dude was playing uh, the Tetris theme on a yeah, cello. On a cello, it was fire. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's cool. So I was naying in that bitch. Oh shit! To the Zell, like, to the fucking Tetris soundtrack like, i was nay like, into it like serious face not yeah, like i was LOL watching like bro like, not like lol watch out. me dance like he just it just like turned on like he couldn't help it i literally oh. i zoned out and went nuts <laughs> in that bitch oh my god so you already had attention on you yeah bro they saw my ass walk in there bro like they gave me a prize for like shaking my ass basically they gave me a fan Oh shit! This guy came over and was like, "I'm a fan of your dancing," and he literally he gave did. me a fan, which I have oh, by the cool. way. I have your fan, and I have your ornament, so we're even. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we can trade. Oh, uh, so yeah, that was a whole thing. So I had already called attention to myself. Me and Kyle are like sitting there plotting our escape, and then you fucking walk in there, and like we're like shit. And then the reason why it was five minutes, Ash, because I swear to God, literally, like, right when you came in, we were about to dip set. Mm -hmm. But you texted me, and I was like, man, she just texted me. That means she's here. We should sit for a few more minutes so we, you know, so I won't have to make Ashley have to sit down and then, like, immediately get up. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine, like, walking in, and then we're literally, like, walking out, and then you have to literally, like, turn around in front of everybody and, like, walk out with us? Yeah, I would have. I would have did that. I don't care. <laughs> I definitely would have did that. That would have been so funny. And like, whoops! I walked to the wrong panel. <laughs> Oops! Got to pull up. Like right Oops. as we're leaving, the that that visual with the guys on the stage. Just I'm looking at it from their perspective, and it's just so funny to me. Yeah, I, I looked towards the door, and I did not look. Back. Yeah, like, don't I don't want to know. I don't want to know if they're looking at me. <laughs> And I ducked down too for no reason. Like I was like, uh, I don't want this to show up on camera. <laughs> oh fuck it, let's go, man. Yeah, you can't you can't <laughs> take it, us nowhere. <laughs> that was our that was like our fucking like uh, motto at the end of the day. Yeah, fuck, fuck it. it. Fuck it, let's go. 
so fun. Anyway, we did have a really good, uh, really great time yeah. at the panels. Don't get us wrong. We just had a little bit of fun too, because we wanted to hit almost everything like that we could, you know, but we just couldn't all the time. So, you know, we did leave a couple panels early to go do other shit. So it's fine. Like, what do you want us to yeah. do? It's a con. Like, we don't yeah. Have to, yeah. yeah. And it's our first one, man. Let's experience yeah, I, I don't know all why we I'm can so defensive about it. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just like, feel people like are going to be like, you guys are walking out of yeah. panels. How dare you? <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want anybody to think that we were trying to be disrespectful or anything. Yeah, I don't want anyone to pop out and tell me that's not going to fly when I have to go sit through the whole panel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But all in all, you guys, PAX West was fucking dope as fuck. Super cool. And Seattle is also really awesome. Seattle is so beautiful. Seattle is crazy. Seattle is crazy in like a good way. You know, it's wild. It's wild out there. Um, yeah. Be be careful on those scooters, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Scooters. Some of the Two. people out there. Uh man. Wild. You know. They got they got some they got some new drugs that we don't got Ooh. yet. Like and- every city, so everywhere you go, you know what I'm saying? And this, you know, in no way like disrespect to people that's dealing with drug abuse. We're not going to talk about them in that way but i'm just saying every city has you know their crackhead population like the people that's on drugs or whatever struggling on drugs maybe they live on the street whatever and this is an assumption i really don't know what these people's stories are but i'm just saying we know them when we see them it's readily apparent sometimes that you know some some maybe some people that are on stuff that are outside on stuff, maybe have some mental health issues and a com- or a combination of the combination. both. Yeah, so I was getting ready to say that. I was reading something about that, and they said, uh, you know, well, Seattle obviously has a homeless uh, problem mm-hmm. with, you know, having a lot of a lot people of that are homeless. Yeah. Right, a lot of places do. It's not just Seattle. A lot of places do. Yeah. But also, along with that, a lot of people out there actually do suffer from mental illness and mm-hmm. mental issues and don't, you know, have the resources to get yes. help. so like that's literally the thing like these people are are suffering from mental issues and they just can't get the help yeah yeah that's right so yeah anyway watch the movie joker yeah exactly dude (laughs) for real anyway we have fun man we you know it was just a lot it was just a lot to take in you know (laughs) and it just uh yeah it was it was interesting to say the least Mm Hmm. Oh yeah, I got yelled at by Karen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That actually, was the thing. I actually got yelled at twice, Steve. I don't know if you you remember the first time when we were on the scooters trying to figure out where we were going. I got yelled at by the guy that was on the bike going the opposite way because I was going too fast. Oh, so, I don't yeah. remember. Did you? Was that? Yeah, when you hurt? no. Was that no, when you no, hurt no. yourself? No, 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 no. This is this is before we met up with with you, Kyle. Hmm. But me and me and Steve were trying to figure out where we were going on the scooters. And right. we were on this little trail area and we were we were going down this way. And then there was a guy and like some kids, I guess this was like his family or whatever. And they were coming the opposite way. And he was he was talking to me because he looked directly at me and you were in front of me. And he was just like, you're going too fast. You got to slow down while I sped oh. past him. Oh, my goodness. So I got yelled at twice by a Karen and a Ken, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of yeah, it was a lot of interesting stuff going on around Seattle, but 
uh it's a beautiful place dude i i had a really good time just kind of hanging out in the streets and going to the needle and all that other stuff so yeah yeah uh, yeah if you've never been up there like it's a major city just like plopped in the middle of a mountain forest facts that's true yeah that's that's very real <laughs> yeah. so you get on the highway trees just trees 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 mountains and trees everywhere you Lots go trees. pretty much yeah. yeah, mountains and trees and hills and fucking fuck those hills, man. My thighs still hurt. Oh, those yeah. hills, man. How <laughs> when, do you do it? Like, seriously. People that live out there, man, for real. Yeah, when Kyle was talking about my body hurts, I'm I'm assuming <laughs> you're talking about that. Yeah, that plus like coming going into that like straight out of just doing all this moving shit and house shit. Yeah. And then oh yeah. Just abusing my body in Seattle and yeah yeah but the food was fire we had good food oh, yeah so good the food was oh yeah great. really good food. everywhere we went uh you know the people 99 percent of the people fire 99 percent of the people were fucking awesome oh yeah nice amazing, people amazing amazing experience to, it's like yeah hey how are you good morning oh how's everywhere you, you go people yeah. just talking to you in the street mm-hmm. black white don't matter they hello good morning they speak to you out there g yeah, like we were even at the Pike Place barbecue uh, yeah. stand, and the girl behind the counter was asking us how Pax was. Yeah, I don't even think yes. we were like wearing like Pax shit. She could nope. just like smell it off of us. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> she smelled the. Well, she, she looked like she was part of the community though too. No, so yeah, she had like an yeah. anime shirt. And yeah, yeah. So she, she already knew. She knows what we look yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> she she could she could distinguish us. <laughs> I smell the nerd off coming out. Yeah, she did. She just started. So how? Yeah, how's Pax? Was it crowded? Man, I want to go, but I had to work. Ooh, ooh. like yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she gave us some really good barbecue. Oh, that barbecue was fire! Yeah. It's right at. It's in the Pike Place Market. If you go to Seattle, mm-hmm. right next door to the throwing fish guys, yes. which is pretty so cool. Them literally, throwing fish. Yeah. If you're facing the throwing fish guys in their booth look directly kind of like on an angle to the right the barbecue place is right there right there right next to them get that shit and then you can go across the street and get some oysters oh lord have mercy yo if you've never had oysters from seattle uh you've been lied to bamboozled swindled i don't even know yeah (laughs) if you're from anywhere near the middle of the country yeah and you've had oysters and you're like these are disgusting i don't know why anyone would eat this yeah move your ass left yep. and keep going until there's water and then yeah. then eat them yeah keep going until there's water <laughs> that's facts like buddy buddy got our buddy got our shit like I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty sure probably from that day and he opened them right up in front of us and bam oh, that's nice. here you go all I had was I, I just put a little cocktail sauce on it, a little hot sauce, a little Tabasco sauce. That was it. Mm-hmm. Fine, guys. Nice. I mean, amazing. We had good tacos out there too. Tacos were flame. Carmelos, you hate. Well, you didn't even like Carmelos. All right, they they keep saying that I absolutely you hated, hated Carmelos. Carmelos. Yeah, no, I you didn't hate Carmelos so hard. I, I didn't hate it. I just yeah, didn't did. think it was that good. The second yeah. place was better, but yeah. My shit from Carmelos was top tier. We tacos. walked into the so me and Ashley. Oh god, that was a whole story. That we might have to say some of these stories for other episodes, but um, 
me and Ashley like had to go on a hunt for a lighter at like eight o'clock at night and no there's literally because no downtown, stores anywhere downtown, downtown Seattle yeah. literally does not believe in a 7-eleven like <laughs> that does not them. exist never heard of them. <laughs> and then they barely know what Walgreens is because it's like few and far between out there as well there's literally yeah. one in like a seven block radius downtown. Literally. Yeah, you gotta go find like Aunt Janet's homemade craft lighter apothecary. Yeah, and they close yeah. at like five thirty because it's right. downtown. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 late. It's five thirty. We so, gotta close. You know what? what the fuck? We yeah. literally, I kid you guys not, swear to God, because we looked, we had to walk a mile and a half to go to a closed Target downtown. Yo. They had just closed too. You could see the people like counting yeah, the registers. They were like in their counting registers out and shit. Like we had just missed it. But literally, we had to walk from one end of downtown to the other end of downtown. And I literally, when I say it's the end of downtown, it's like literally the end of like a, a game level. Like you got to go through a gauntlet of like fucking crazy fucking drugger, yeah. like drugged out people with <laughs> fucking like screaming and everything. You literally got to weave through them. Yeah to get to the fucking target yeah it's crazy it's not a fun trip guys <laughs> it was we not watched a fun this trip. white couple look down the street where you got to do the gauntlet shit between all the homeless and and crackheads and shit that's going nuts and they sat there and talked about it like honey do you want to go this way today or what how do we, what do we want to do here <laughs> are we gonna do this okay. right now can we just my can we just get an uber you know we can just uber to the next block that's where our house is but <laughs> Let's just Uber over there. It's weird, man. So yeah, uh, Seattle. What a great place. <laughs> yeah, y'all gas expensive as fuck. Did y'all see that gas? Pr- the gas That's prices. Down there five dollars a gallon. It was unleaded. like four fifty. Reg- regular unleaded. <laughs> right. Like, excuse me, what? That's how gas is, is in Japan. It's weird. It was well. It's probably more than that now. It's probably like eight. If we're if we're playing five dollars a gallon in Seattle, gas is like eight dollars in fucking Japan at this point. Ooh, no, thank yeah, you. That's why I see why motherfuckers be on bikes all the time in Japan. Real but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine driving anywhere in Tokyo for Ever. sure. No never. way. You would yeah, never no. get anywhere. You would die in your car from old age. It's <laughs> <laughs> wild uh anyway uh seattle was wonderful uh again thank you to everybody that uh interacted with us uh our t-shirts were our hit people were trying to scan our t-shirts we'll be bringing that back uh next year so yeah but yeah pax was great um loved it it was awesome any any last thing that you guys want to say about pax before we end the show um it was dope i really liked it um, I want to see what they got for next year. I'm like excited about it. Sure. Um, there's also PAX East and PAX South yep. too. So, you know, if they're, they plan on doing those next year, I might, might be interested in going to those as well, but for sure. I had a lot of fun at PAX. This, like I said, this is my first time, first time ever doing like a convention type thing. And it was really fun. Oh yeah. I was going to mention, um, it's not just video games either. There's a ton of tabletop stuff there too. Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. No, there was there was a lot of tabletop uh, stuff there. Tabletop people out there, also. Yeah, fuck with it. Cause me and Kyle was talking about it. We next time we go, bro, I want to do some of that shit too. 
Yeah, Steve almost walked out with a swear to God. Uh, nemesis. Yeah, hundred and ten dollars. Huge board game. board game. It's huge. Look it up. Yeah, those those board games were so fucking huge, man. You're just you're playing basically like aliens. You're like yeah. literally, it's a board game, but kind of in the vein of aliens, which is really dope. Yeah, if you never if you're into board games, I've never heard of Nemesis, which I don't know how you wouldn't have, but go look that shit up. Hundred fifty dollars. If I could have put that bitch in my luggage, it would have came home with me, for sure. I would have mm-hmm. I would have spent some bread on that shit. You gonna have to buy another piece of luggage just to bring that home. That, literally, yes. that's what would have had to happen for real. Yeah, the guy's like showing Steve all like the shit and like the replacement parts and doors stuff and, and the DLCs and the expansion pack. He's just like sweating, just like oh yeah, you know, for like, real. I want to get it. I held on to it for a long time. It was in my hand for like ten minutes. Yeah, he was oh, white knuckling this shit. He's like ah. Oh. Yeah, like I thought about it. I legit. I saw a single tear rolled down his eye when he had to put it back on I the show. I was like, "Damn, should I just leave some clothes here just to fit this fucking thing?" Like yeah, it's fine. You don't need your okay. clothes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Not at all. There was some contemplation for sure. But I did. I did pick up their card. Um, the people that were selling the game was called Zulu's Board Zulu's. Game Cafe. Okay. Board Game Cafe, and they're in. I thought this said Brothel, Washington, but it's Bothell, Washington. Oh. Well, so yeah, the Washington. Yeah. Oh, well, holla at him. Yep. That's what's up. But yeah, uh, shit. What else? I just want to get through a, a a couple few announcements. Uh, we are gonna try to do something new with the Level Up game. We're gonna have try to have more directed episodes. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, you know, I'm thinking we can do like some video game history or mystery type shit. History mysteries. Yeah. Something to that effect. So I think that would be really cool too. Cause we do want to give you guys the news, which that's not going to go away. The hype's not going to go away. Uh, any game stuff is not going to go away, but uh, we are every now and again, we may come up with like a more directed conversation to have with you guys. So the format is going to change a little bit, but we're still working on that. That's coming down the pipe. Uh, well, once we figure it out and everything. And we also want to incorporate more interaction with our audience, with our people. You guys have rocked with us when we were in PAX. Our numbers went up. So I just want to thank everybody who saw us at PAX and was like, man, what's going on? You know, who are you guys? What's up with y'all? Uh, we did talk to a lot of people out there. Um, yeah, so that was really dope. So all of you that was like, hey, we'll check out your podcast and you actually checked it out. I fuck with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really, really, really yeah. appreciate it. To all the people yeah. that just rock with us in general, uh, from day one, I know it's like eight people that normally tunes in, tunes in like right away, like all the time. Shout out to yes. y'all. Shout out to our great eight. Yeah, facts. But mm-hmm. uh, everybody else too. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else uh, who's been listening to our podcast, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it is, just to show us some love. We really, really, really appreciate you guys uh other announcements the store is now live uh so you can go to our store on teespring uh let me get you the link the link will be in the description so make sure you check that out uh check out our store um it's teespring um it's a teespring store you can buy our t-shirts we also just drop hoodies we got tank tops uh, you got the gator that we talked about. The gator is on sale right now, so go get the gator. Uh, as a matter of fact, I might set up a, a coupon code. Yeah, I'm going to set up a coupon code. So if you listen to this episode and you want to get the gator, uh, I'll give you like 30% off of the gator right now. I'll run that for like to the end of the month. So 
the the code the code for the gator is gonna be pax west okay pax space west if you are a trap artist or you use trap beats in your songs and you have a really dope trappy song uh trap beat type produced song uh in your game uh you know and you're an artist uh and you want us to feature it on the show let us know get in tune with me because we're going to do that uh and i'm looking to maybe in the future put together kind of a compilation album for a level up gang too so that's something i'm kicking the ball around on is figure out the logistics of but we will be able to uh you know get a little bit more in tune and engage a little bit more with the music aspect of it as well because if you notice that's really a good part of our our community too whenever you look at a dope uh video from like a streamer or something like that there's always like a dope beat behind it you know when they're doing their little highlight reel and shit so uh we, oh, go, yeah. we go hand in hand with that shit so i want to make sure we highlight it uh but yeah this is a long ass outro just a lot to go over because it's been a while too so uh just wanted to make sure we get all of that shit out there but anyway pax was great uh thank you guys for all the support thank you for all the energy thank you for all the engagement uh we're almost at 500 likes on our twitch page i'm sorry twitch tweaking instagram we're almost at 500 likes on instagram uh thank you thank you thank you everybody that's following us uh yeah we're almost at 500 followers on instagram let me say it right we're almost at 500 followers on instagram for all of you that have been rocking with us, engaging with us, liking our page, following us. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We, we truly do. We really appreciate Yeah, we appreciate y'all. For real, for real. Every last one of y'all. Uh, everybody on the Twitch, on the Twitch. I keep saying Twitch. We're going we're gonna to start a Twitch page too at some point. <laughs> yeah, we might as well. <laughs> um, everybody on Twitter, you already know. Fuck with y'all, man. Like, uh, it's a little community out there that we, we engage with. Uh, so check out good pods we got invited to good pods as well so we are going to uh be engaging on that platform as well so that's just a platform where you can look up your type of genre for you know whatever you want to see as far as a podcast wherever you want to listen to so you can do video games and we are a part of their video game uh community so if you go on goodpods.com you uh search video games you'll see a lot of indie podcasters out there that does video game content hopefully you stumble upon ours and you fuck with us so uh yeah shout out to anybody that's gonna listen to us on that as well so for sure uh we want to thank you uh and uh peace yeah